0: hello praise God hallelujah welcome to duty Calls, a program brought to you by the international parents on duty a non-denominational Christian fellowship for parents and potential parents with its intentional headquarters in Port Harcourt Nigeria I am your host pastor Darlington senior now uh we began a series sometime titled Priestly Duties of Parents and uh, we've, we've, we've done episode one, we've done episode two, and today we shall be doing episode three. Now in episode two, we talked about presenting God to your children or giving God to your children through the word of God, giving God to your children through the word of God. We, 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 we try to differentiate between giving our children religion and giving our children Jesus. Jesus is the, re, the, the, the living word of God. So giving our children the word of God means giving our children Jesus. Making sure it is our duty to make sure our children know Jesus our children come to know Jesus our children develop a relationship with Jesus but unfortunately what most parents have succeeded in achieving is giving their children religion now that in a nutshell was what we discussed in episode 2 in this series titled priestly duties of parents now today in episode 3 we shall be talking about presenting God to your children through prayers. Before I go ahead, let us read from the scripture 1st Peter chapter 2 verse number 9. 1st Peter chapter 2 verse number 9. This has been our anchor text from the very first episode in this series. 1st Peter chapter 2 verse number 9. I read from the King James Version of the Bible. And it says, "But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of Him who hath called you out of darkness into His marvelous light." May God bless His Word in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Now, one thing, First uh, Peter two nine establishes is the priesthood of every christian are parents inclusive the priesthood of every christian parents inclusive so when we talk about the priestly duties of parents we are not making a mistake and if, if you have not listened to the episode one and episode two in this series i urge you please listen to them so that you follow us as we go ahead on this discussion now how do i present god to my children is a question that we want to answer, we, 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 we want to find answers to in this third episode in this series. Now in First Samuel chapter 3 verse 9 and verse 10, something of interest happened there. First Peter, uh, first Samuel, I beg your pardon, chapter 3 verse 9 and verse 10. Let's read, let's read from there. I read from the New International Version, 1 Samuel 3, verse 9 and verse 10, I read, So Eli told Samuel, Go and lie down, and if he calls you, say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came and stood there, calling after the other times, Samuel, Samuel then samuel said speak for your servant is listening praise god now now that was the prophet eli mentoring the boy samuel not just uh, not just in how to hear from god but also how to pray how to pray Some eli was mentoring samuel on how to pray he said When the voice calls again, say, pray this prayer, say, speak, Lord, for your servant, hear it. Now, it is our duty as parents to teach our children to pray. It's our duty as parents to teach our children to pray. I will come back to that. I I would uh, stress a little more on it later in the course of today's episode. Now, prayer can be a very powerful tool via which we can present God to our children. There are certain natures of God that can only be revealed at the place of prayer. There are certain natures of God our children will come to appreciate, not by what we've told them. We can tell our children that God answers prayers. How how can they attest to this? How can they say the truth? God answers prayers. Without them praying on their own, and God answering them their prayers, we can tell our children that God is faithful, God keeps His promises. How can they verify this until they have prayed on their own and and, and encountered or discovered the faithfulness of God? So there are seven attributes of God. That our children can only learn that our children can only discover at the place of prayer so we must teach our children to pray for that is the only way they can discover god for themselves in certain areas like i mentioned before now like i said earlier it is our duty to teach our children to pray now, in teaching our children to pray, let us resist the temptation of teaching our children a form of prayer. That is, we teach them, like when I was growing up in primary school, we had a song we we used to sing that substitutes for prayer, or that was like a prayer when we are about to have lunch. And that song was this. Some have food but cannot eat. Some can eat But have no food. We have food and we can eat Glory be to God on high. Now that is a form of prayer. We crammed it. We learnt it Now children these days are taught forms of prayer. They cram these prayers. They repeat the words Now the danger of doing this of teaching our children a form of prayer is that they learn to pray from their lips and their head. I repeat that. The danger of teaching our children a form of prayer is they, they, they stand the risk of praying just from their lips and their heads and when we pray from our lips and our heads we miss the benefits of prayer because prayer becomes effective until there is a communication. Imagine picking up a telephone and you dial the number. Now, there was no connection. If there is no connection, there can be no communication. Until there is a connection, there can be no communication. So when our children pray from the lips and from the head because they have been taught a form of prayer, because they have been taught to recite prayer, there is that risk that they would pray Babel and not get the benefits of prayer. Why? Because there was no communication with the God They 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 they, they, they felt they were talking to what they were communicating with. Rather, we should teach our children the meaning and the value of prayer We should teach our children the meaning and the value of prayer. Now it is it is until the child understands what it means to pray until the child understands the value of prayer that child cannot pray from the heart. Somewhere in Psalm 51 the Bible says that a broken and a contrite heart God cannot despise. God cannot turn his back when he sees a broken heart, when he sees a contrite heart, when he sees a man whose heart is connected, whose heart is yearning for him. So let us teach our children the meaning of prayer. Let them understand what it means to pray. Let them understand the benefits they can derive from prayer. When they understand these two things, they will learn to pray naturally from their hearts. Praise God. Now, secondly, our own prayer lives as parents are also important. Now, you can't teach the value of prayer when you don't pray. How would your child know that it is important to pray when you, as a father or mother, do not pray. How will your child know it is important to take his or her bath in the morning when you as a father or the mother do not take your own bath? How will your child know it is important to brush his or her teeth twice a day when you as the father or mother don't even have a toothbrush? So we can't teach our children the importance of prayer or the value of prayer when we don't pray. So our prayer lives as parents is important like a lot of things if not everything in parenting teaching our children prayer rises and falls on our character on how we model it we cannot afford to be hypocritical uh-uh. we can't afford to be hypocritical so our own prayer lives are important it is good to pray in the presence of our children very important Let our children see us pray, let let, let our children hear us pray, let us pray together with them. Now, it is also important in in addition to that to pray secretly, secretly. Brethren, the, 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 the secret prayers of the parent is where the real power is. It is our secret prayer life as parents that keeps the family altar on fire. It is that it is it is it is my secret prayer life as a parent that keeps the family altar on fire. When I have no secret prayer life, there is no fire on the family altar, and when there's no fire on the family altar, the the prayers of the family become ineffective. So we must cultivate secret prayer life. Let us. Let us form the habit to pray in secret, pray for your family, pray, pray for your children, pray for your wife, pray for your business, pray for the nation, pray for the ladies of the nation, pray, pray. As you pray on your knees secretly, you are setting the family altar on fire. Now when you come as a family to sacrifice your prayers and worship on that altar, it immediately gets consumed and consumed by God. So the family altar has to be on fire. And what says the family altar on fire is a secret prayer life of the parent. Now, I've had parents tell me, my child doesn't want to pray. Some parents have complained about that. He doesn't want to pray. He doesn't want to pray. At times when we pray, he sleeps. At times when we pray, she sleeps. Now, now timing is important. You can't be praying by 10 p.m. in the night. 11 p.m. in the night, and expect your child not to sleep. Neither can you be praying at the very early hours of the day when that child went to bed late and expect the child not to sleep. You know, when, when grown up, my mom had a very long cane with which she made sure we stayed awake. When, we, when, the, when, when during, during family devotions and you dare sleep, you dare doze. the cane lands on your back now tell me in such a condition how would the child pray when there is a king by the side whipping the child at every uh, uh, response to nature to sleep it is not it is not it is not demonic there is nothing demonic about children sleeping at family devotion no it is about timing plan your time well eight o'clock say the night prayers if you must and let the children go to bed now you see by the time they sleep from eight to about four or five they've gotten enough sleep you wake them up they'll be strong to pray also in the morning so let us consider time 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 is important secondly and that thing is shyness when children are shy they find it difficult to pray now you can help that child do not say look at you at your age you can't pray are discouraging the child you what you are doing is going to be counterproductive encourage your child you can you can say okay say after me the the child repeats the words after you the child repeats with time the child will overcome that 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 shyness show support show encouragement it is my earnest prayer that our families will become set on fire for God. That that, 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 that our children will grow up to become prayer giants and prayer wars. That our children will know God more and more as they enjoy fellowship with Him at the place of prayer. God bless you. Let us pray. Eternal Father, I thank you for this wonderful episode in this series titled, titled, Priestly Duties of Parents. Thank you for every parent who shall listen to this podcast thank you for 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 every parent who shall find time to listen to this teaching i pray that through this teaching you shall bless our families you shall give us grace to raise prayer giants you shall give us grace to give our children to introduce god to to help our children to find god for themselves thank you for that. i pray for every family out there I pray for grace in these trying times. I pray for grace to remain rapturable. I pray for grace to remain in love and unity. Every siege of Satan against every family out there, I break them now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Amen and amen, right? We've come to the end of, of today's episode. Of duty course thank you for making our time to listen to this podcast you have contributions you have questions. something is bothering you you want me to join my faith with yours in that concern that matter in prayer I'm available you can reach me via this number you, you can send a whatsapp message you can call or send an SMS to this number plus two three four eight one eight nine five eight 5529 plus 234 eight eight five 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 two Or you can send an email to ipod.fellowship at gmail.com. That is iPod, ipod, standing for International Parents on Duty.fellowship at gmail.com. Till I come your way next Sunday, keep the family altar alive.